Hello, and welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. At GVC, our mission is simple. It's to love God, love people, and love life. This year, we want to reach further into the glory and the presence of our God and experience Him like we never have before. This year is going to be different. Can you feel it? I know you will be blessed by the message and the word that God has for you today. Here we go. So Pastor's been doing a series called Reach. Reach, it's been so good. Talking about the glory of God. Talking about what reaching for God is. How to do it. How to increase in your hunger for God. So it's been really good. So I was a little nervous. I thought, oh, yeah, great. I'm coming behind you. And like, you've been doing really good. And the anointing's there. And then I, I'm coming. (laughs) So I'm going to try and do it up like he's been doing it and do it worthy. But reach, when you look up the word reach, it's to stretch. So he's been talking to us about stretching. We're in 21 days of prayer and fasting. Have you had to stretch a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. If you endeavor to do it, if you just endeavor to pray a little more, it's a stretch. And uh, your life doesn't always work with you in that. It seems like when you, have you ever endeavored to read the Bible more? I'm going to read the word of God more. And then you can't seem to find the time. Or, oh my gosh, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I don't want to get up. <laughs> you know, I just want to go to bed. You ever been like that? We're all like that. And so there's a stretching involved if I'm going to reach more for the things of God. And then you keep looking in there. It's to extend, to reach for. I haven't found the word thrust thought that was a really good word because sometimes it feels like God thrust you right into the place that he wants you in and it's like oh dear Lord what do I do here or to pick up or draw toward one to arrive at something or to someone and so that's what we're trying to do is to arrive somewhere so we all have different places we want to be right you may say well You know, I've been doing, I have been at this place in my life for this long, and I just want something different with God. I want something more. It's good to know other people's story, but isn't it better to have your own story? Yeah. I think the Bible talks about that, that it's good to read the Bible. It's a good thing to read your Bible, But it's an even better thing for the revelation to be yours. Right? And so we can't just live on somebody else's revelation. And that won't get me through the hard times. But what will get me through the growing times, the stretching times, when God thrust me in some place and I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, where are you? And so we need to have our own revelation of who God is. And so that will get us through that moment, that stretch, the time. And so first we're going to go over to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to stay in Hebrews today. It's a good, a good book of the Bible. Hebrews chapter 11. 
This glass thing is getting kind of irritating. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11. It's back in the back of your Bible for you kids. Because we have our kids in here today. Uh, we also got news this morning that Mr. Chuck got called into work again. I wanted to say, let me talk to your boss. <laughs> let me have a little chat with your boss because they weren't supposed to do that. And so, praise the Lord, we're walking in love, right? <laughs> and doing what we need to do. So we have all of our kids in here. That's, it's fun doing church uh, with the family, the whole family. So 11, Hebrews 11, verse 13. It says, now when you look at the scriptures before, it's always by faith. Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. When you continually look through here, it's saying, by faith, this one achieved this. By faith, they made it through. By faith. And then we come to verse 13. It says, these all died in faith. Not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off. So they could see afar off what was coming. What was happening? But they were assured of them. They embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So when you look at that, I don't know about you, but when I read the Bible, I'm seeking for God to direct me and teach me. It says that the Holy Spirit's your teacher. And so every time you read the word, it may be confusing, but just ask God to teach you. The Holy Spirit's right in you to help you to bring it out. And so when I looked at that, we are living this life of faith every day, the best we know how, right? We're reaching for God. But then there comes a time when we look at this where we see what God's doing, and especially in this day, <laughs> got to keep it neutral, right? He, pastor's always telling me, now, don't, you're going too much in that way. <laughs> in this day, in this hour, you must have your eyes on Jesus. You cannot have your eyes down here on the things of this world, on the people of this world. Does that make sense? And so when I look at this scripture, it says they were assured. Have you ever been assured of something? If you're really assured of something, you believe it wholeheartedly. Nobody can talk you out of it. No, I'm, I'm really, I am rest assured of that thing. And there's some people that can fight you tooth and nail, and they may be dead wrong, but they'll go down being wrong, and <laughs> you know those people. And you're like, whatever, okay. <laughs> you believe it. But then it says they embrace what they were assured of. When you embrace something, you hold tight to it. In this day, we need this word. I am assured that I am going home, that there's a place for me, that Jesus said he has a place for me, that I can rest in him, that he gives me peace. 
when all hell is breaking loose, Jesus is my peace. I'm assured of the word of God, and I'm embracing it. So when you embrace something, it comes out your mouth, good or bad. When you really believe something, or say you're like ticked off at the husband or the wife, you're really assured that they messed up. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, you really think they did. And what comes out your mouth? Wish you wouldn't have done that. You really shouldn't have done that. Why did you do that? <laughs> you know how that makes me feel? Look what you did. All the accusations come, which is really not of God. <laughs> do you know anytime you start accusing... This week I was tracking my thoughts. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. I just, you know, tracking like negative thoughts. And every moment that a thought would come and it was accusing somebody of something in my thoughts, maybe it was even me, I thought that's not a thought from God. And you know how I knew that? Because the Bible says that God is not the accuser of the brethren. It's the devil. And so really, our thoughts, we can keep track and record of our thoughts. We can really see where the thoughts are coming from, if they line up with the word. And really, that is where the reach really is in our thought life, getting our eyes on Jesus, on his word, not stepping off of it. And so... Um, if I'm assured, I believe in this, this day, we have to be assured of Jesus, of our hope, of the word of God. That in the midst of whatever it looks like, the word will come to pass in my life, in my nation. For me as the believer, it will. I have to be, number two, I have to embrace it, hold tight to it. If, I am, if I'm embracing it, then I've got it. That means it's in me and you can't talk me out of it. But number three, it has to come out my mouth. And so when you look at all this, that's faith. So the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. It says right here, they died in faith. Wow. So this faith thing isn't just a little something we should try and figure out. It's a huge thing for our lives. And if I can get a handle on it, embrace it, be assured of it, because it is in me. When you ask Jesus into your heart, you got faith. Wow. And so I can grow my faith, and I can reach for God like I've never reached before. And so when you, uh, let's go to chapter 12. We got lots of time, so we're good. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. So we're going to keep going over to verse 12, or chapter 12, verse 1. This is a really good one. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside. 
every weight. You got some weights? You got some like heavy weights, it feels like? They're just kind of weighing you down? And the sin, which so easily ensnares us. Sin is sin. Sometimes sin is like worldly, carnal things. But sin can be just accusing someone of something. Not walking in love. Sin is sin. And so sometimes when we look at that, we think, oh, well, I'm, I'm not that bad. But sin is sin. And so all I'm trying to say is we can find ourselves in here. Because God wants you to walk in love. And when we don't walk in love, that's against God. So it says, lay the, the weights aside. And the sin which so easily ensnares us. That is so true. And let us run with endurance. Sounds like reaching. The race that is set before us. Verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. The Bible just told us to do that. The author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. I don't know if I would have seen the joy in it. Jesus saw the joy set before him. <laughs> Praise God. Endured the cross. If he endured, then I can endure despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is a big deal. And so when you keep going, we're looking unto Jesus. So Jesus is telling us what to do. And if you're looking at the news all day long, the newspapers, what people are saying, if that's all you hear all day long, then you need to start looking to Jesus. <laughs> Because in Jesus is the real hope. The world gives a false hope and a false sense of peace. Don't buy in to the false sense of peace and hope and wonderful. Mark my words. Don't buy into it. You find your peace and your hope in Jesus. Because he is the real hope, the real peace giver. Your life will never be the same. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And so when we keep going, now let's look at verse 12 in chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. We're going to go a little bit further. Verse 12 says, Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Look at the next verse. Pursue peace with all people and holiness. What? Peace? He tells us what to do there. Pursue peace. And pursue holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. So these are big deals to God. So you may look at the word holiness and think, what, what is that? I'm going to church. Is that what that means? Holiness. <clears throat> Holy just simply means without fault. Pure. 
consecrated, set apart. But let's not get all up uh, scared about being holy. And it, when you bring it down, it just simply means going after God, setting my eyes on Jesus. So we come back, it all ties in together. So if I'm assured of this hope, I embrace it and I'm moving toward it. I'm confessing the hope that I believe in. But holiness means turning away from the world. The cares of the world, the ways of the world, the sin of the world. So if I'm turning, then I'm reaching for what God has for me. And if I'm turning from the world, I'm looking unto Jesus. The Bible says he is the author and the finisher of my faith. So he started it. He put it all together. And he's going to end it. So whatever he has for me, if I'm looking to him, he puts something in me. Every one of you have something in you. If you're listening online, watching online, God puts something in you. And a lot of times people have no idea what God has for them to do. You're just doing the best that you know how to do it. And sometimes you find yourself in a place in life where it's like, God, I just feel like you have more for me. He does. He always has more. And so lately, it's been like, God, I can speak for me. And my revelation can help you. That's how we uh, live and live life together, and we strengthen each other. Like hand in hand, that's why I'm giving you my arm. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I believe God has more for me. And so I have uh, stepped into some things in the last few years before COVID. And uh, I stepped into an area that I had no idea about. But a year before, I actually got brave to actually step out into it. <laughs> it took me a little while because, like, God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to be around that. No, I just, I don't know anything about it. Never been around people like that. And, I just was giving God all the excuses of why that's not a really great idea. <laughs> Have you ever done that? <laughs> like I said, reach, when you look up the word reach, it says thrust in there. So there's times that God will thrust you into something. And so, I, you know, with COVID and everything, it just kind of like... Uh, a little more lax, you know, obviously you're not having meetings like you usually do or they're online. And so everything's just kind of like, you know, not like it was. But lately there's been the stirring again. And I can't get away from it. And so I have no idea what God wants. You ever been there? There's a stirring in your spirit, but you don't know what it is, but it's God. And so when you have the stirring, the thing you can only do is look to Jesus. 
because it's not going to be out in the world. It's not going to be on Netflix. It's not going to be on your TV. It's not going to be on a video game. It's going to be where Jesus is. So where's Jesus? In my Bible? And he's as close as the mention of his name. So that means when I say, Jesus, I need to talk to you. He's right there. Yes, daughter? Yes, it'd be sister if it was Jesus. Yes? What do you need? Let's talk about it. It's that easy. And so God's got things just like that for everyone. God doesn't want it 10 years down the road. God wants it now. He needs you now more than ever. And so this has been burning in my heart with this whole series called Reach. I believe it's a timely word for us, for everyone, <laughs> that God is drawing us to come closer because I've got things for you to do. And the best thing you can do is come to church every week. This is the year of the local church. And so what you know church to be like will change drastically this year. <laughs> it has to. Because the church, we believe, is the hope of the world, right? So that means you're the hope. Because you shine, just as we sang about, light in the darkness. Well, that's you. Light in the darkness. And so, when you look at these, and so let's stir our faith here just for a few minutes. Over in Hebrews chapter 11. So we're going to go backwards a little bit. I hope this is helping you. Hebrews 11. So it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Has God put something in you and you can't see it? Maybe you got a glimpse of it and you're like, oh, dear Jesus. Nope, not me. Find someone else. Because of fear. Because you, you really would say, yes, Lord, I'll do that. So let's take the fear out and replace it with faith. Now I can do it. Verse 2, for by it, by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. Not a bad testimony, a good one. This is how I read the Bible. <laughs> I take it word by word. A good testimony, well, that's really good news. I don't want a bad testimony. They didn't have one. But there were times when it looked bad that it was going to be a bad testimony, but no, it was good in the end. God put it all together. Better than they could have on their own. That's my God. That's the way maker we sing about. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things that are visible. By faith... Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Caleb. These are where the kids probably know some of these stories. <laughs> Through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, 
And through it, he being dead still speaks. Still speaks. (laughs) Praise God. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. We're getting ready for testimonies next week, right? So you, you put your testimony together. You've got one. I'm going to be, I'm, I have a testimony, so I'm going to be right there with you. Verse 6. You look away, and it's like, oh, where was I? <laughs> you need like a, somebody to keep track. <laughs> but without faith, without faith, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Wow. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if I have fear, it doesn't please him. And it's okay if you, if you find fear coming. Just look to Jesus. He'll drive out the fear. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. I'm assured of this thing, that he is. And that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That sounds like reaching. Verse 7. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear. He reverenced and respected God and what God said to him. And he, he did what God said, but he did it scared. <laughs> prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith. Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place where he would receive as an inheritance. Verse 9. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise. But to embrace it, I'm not really holding tight to God. I'm just kind of back and forth, it seems like. By faith, she received strength. Praise God. That's good news because I need strength every day. I need strength to be a mother. I need strength to be a wife. I really need strength to work with my husband. No, I'm just kidding. I really, all the wives, all the husbands say, yeah, amen. I really need strength to be a pastor and to fulfill the call of God on my life. But by faith, he strengthens me. So we keep going. We're almost done here. Therefore, from one man... And him as good as dead. We're born as many as the stars of the sky in the multitude. Abraham. And then here's our verse 13. So we have to be assured of this. We have to embrace it and confess it. Praise God. And so I believe this is how we're going to reach further in God. And this will be your finest year yet. Why wait for six months down the road? Why not start right now? To see the goodness of God, the glory of God in my home, on my kids, 
on our church, in our cities, in our nation. Praise God. But don't take your eyes off of Jesus. Looking unto Jesus every day. For he's coming back for us. And you don't want to miss it. When you're always looking down at the world, you just have to stop and look up. And so it does take uh, some effort. It takes some reaching on your part. Because Jesus has already done everything he's going to do. So he did it all so that you didn't have to do it. But so you would be ready and that you'd be living well. Isn't that awesome? That was the joy set before him. You. You were his joy. <laughs> oh, that's good news. That God loves us. And God's on our side. Praise God. You can go ahead and stand. So we did it. What time? 1134. <laughs> the kids are like, we made it. <laughs> Praise God. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the word of God. I thank you, Lord, that you're helping us, Lord, to reach further this week, to embrace the promises that you have for us, and to look deeper to find out what you have for us in this moment in time. Lord, I even thank you for all the kids that are in here today. I thank you for the call of God on their lives. I thank you for Jesus that's on the inside of them, that they are a light in the darkness like never before, that they are bold to speak the name of Jesus, to tell their friends, to tell others, you got to know Jesus. But I thank you that they're created for that, for this moment. Jesus' name. We thank you for a really great week and a great life group on Wednesday night. Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it. Do you feel the glory? Do you feel the filling? I know you do. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and come back next week for God to move on your behalf again. Want to know more? Check us out online and our social media, all from our website, gvchurch.tv. We are Genesee Valley Church, loving God, loving people, and loving life.